calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Have you done any Lady in the Tramping at all, ever? I'm sure I have. I have done it. It's not great. <laughs> if there's a sauce. If you there's know. a sauce, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, then the sauce, it has to go somewhere. And you have to, like, tr- trust that the, uh, the person on the other end is, like, going at the same speed as you. Otherwise, it's just, it's a mess. And just, then they're waiting yeah. for you. Right. Yeah, and the then are you, line. are you going to kiss with half-chewed mouth stuff in your mouth or are you going to swallow not, not french kiss or you're, i mean maybe not maybe yes <laughs> maybe you have maybe <laughs> i have i'm ducking out you're ducking out let's duck out together see what it's all Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, a podcast that doesn't need to be spotted with Cara Delevingne for people to know it's gay. I'm Carolyn Bergier. I'm Melody Kamali, and today we're diking out with producer, writer, Sammy Junio. So excited. Hey, Sammy. Hi, Sammy. We're so excited to be diking out with you today. Hey. Before we dive into it, a couple of announcements. You know, we're so sorry. Last week we said go and buy tickets to our Stonewall show and it already sold out. So thanks everybody for really jumping on the the May show. And we're excited for that coming up. We'll keep you posted on future shows. And just a quick reminder that we do have a Patreon and that is what keeps us going week after week is support from listeners like you. Sammy, why should people join our Patreon? Oh, uh, because your content is so nice and dollars help. Dollars help. Thank you. What a pitch. You heard it from Sammy. If you uh, don't join the Patreon, it's like uh, a personal diss now to Sammy. Mm-hmm, it really uh, is. Because they'll think that you don't trust their judgment. Yeah. And, yeah. and we don't want that. No. We don't want that for our new friend, Sammy. And I hold a grudge. Oof. And you look tough. Like, I wouldn't want to oh. be... On your bad side. Yeah, I'm just I saying you have tattoos. Yeah, unfortunately, all of my tattoos it looks like you're wearing a jumpsuit. Adorable. No, it's just a. It's a. Oh, okay. It's a. It's a top a that pop. looks like a jumpsuit. Yeah, oh. it does go to my knees. I'm a very small person. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but still could kick ass. True. Non-patron ass. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to our gayest things of the week, shall we? Yeah, Carolyn. Ugh, still recovering. Ugh. Yeah, I think I know yours, but... Yep. Carolyn, what's the gayest thing you did this week? Well, the gayest thing I did this week was I ate too many oysters. <laughs> and... What makes it gay? I mean, I think that eating oysters as a woman feels, like, very gay. I was also getting oysters with another um, gay, and this gay's name was Susan. So we love a gay Susan. Uh, so, so yeah, many. just a couple lesbians overindulging on oysters it was an oyster happy hour we got carried away I hadn't eaten much that day and I had a show at at Union Hall so I downed like 20 oysters (laughs) and I get to Union Hall (laughs) and I am 
shaking. You looked and shook on your face and your hands were shaking when I walked into Union yes. Hall last night. <laughs> the only way I can describe it, like this is what I imagine it would feel like to be on meth, but only the bad parts. <laughs> <laughs> like just the bad parts of meth. Yeah. Uh, haven't haven't done meth yet, uh, but that like I felt like I was crawling out of my skin. I was shaking uncontrollably. I was back. I was like trying to dance it off. I'm just like, what? What's happening with me? And then when I Googled it, it was like, oh, there's actually a toxin in oysters that can make you very ill and you shouldn't eat that many of them. And I'm like, OK, well, you know, I was worried. I'm like, did they get these out of the Guanas Canal? Where did they come from? <laughs> Am I going to start vomiting on stage? What? is going on it all turned out okay i survived made it to the after party made it to good judy uh yeah i think i think i flushed it i was like also just drowning myself in water trying to flush out whatever was going on but that's my gayest thing melody what's your gayest thing my gayest thing is i'm gonna say karaoke i did karaoke twice in one week and that's not even how gay it gets okay the first one was for a birthday party we rented out a room in koreatown and had a blast and then the second time i did karaoke in one week was at the rosemont after i had a show there on monday nights they have karaoke now a gay I show a gay show. Just to yeah. set it up. It's already gay. It's like a grinder show, too. It's it's very gay. Um but it like gets... sponsored by Grinder. It's yeah. not just like people are meeting on Grinder and coming to the show. <laughs> it's not just me like ruining vibes, ruining date vibes uh, <laughs> for the grinder demo. Um no, I <laughs> at the first karaoke party, I did Take Me or Leave Me from Rent with my lover, Allie. I thought it'd be hilarious because I was drunk. I only do karaoke drunk. And I did it confidently. I played Joanne. I sang Joanne's parts. That's what I would have thought. Yeah, Allie was Maureen. Yes. And then cut to the Rosemont show. We stayed after the comedians and karaoke started happening around us. We thought we have to do it. Now, I was sober for this one. And I was telling Kendall Payne, friend of the show, Mm -hmm. dyke that i would want to do karaoke with her and so i thought it'd be funny if we did take me or leave me again and this time i was sober and it is a wildly different experience to not only like the confidence i had drunk mel to do take me or leave me like broadway like come on like it was so difficult it was so humiliating to do sober like to and then she told me i could be maureen because i was a little bummed that i realized you, you, she gets a lot more time in the song and i wanted that time well and with Kendall, Kendall's the more the more butch. Yeah. So that goes so to Joanne, yeah. But it was um it was an uphill battle. I I don't <laughs> it's so funny that I have video footage of me from the karaoke birthday party where I'm drunk and singing it so confidently, like having fun, but like sober, <laughs> there's video of that too. My voice is cracking, <laughs> I'm shaking, I'm sweating, I'm Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, Sammy, would you ever attempt Take Me or Leave Me at karaoke? I don't even know what that song even sounds like. I think I only know one oh. part of a Rent song. Sorry. Okay. Do you want to sing it, it is now? It the, it's is a it duet. The, it's a duet between two lesbian lovers. Okay. I think and I think you guys they fight. should do it. Really? In, in sing song? Yeah, uh, they're kind of like duking it out dun, dun, in in dun, song. Dun 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 dun. Um, <laughs> look it up. Look it up, everyone. If you don't know, pause the pod. Look up Rent. Take me or leave me. Feel bad for me. <laughs> Feel secondhand embarrassment for me. You'll see, Sammy, when you look it up immediately after this recording. I will absolutely <laughs> do that for sure. Okay. Wait, you said you only know one part maybe of a, a Rent song, and I feel like there there's an obvious one, but for some reason I think maybe it's like a, a sleeper. What What is it? It's the one with all the numbers, whatever that is. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's that's the one that I would normally assume. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> right. guys. Real sorry. That's okay. Do you karaoke? I do karaoke with my whole heart. <laughs> What's your go-to oh, before gosh. we ask you your gayest song? Um, if You Could Only See by Tonic. <laughs> oh, that's a 
great <laughs> one. really good. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's a great choice. Melody, sorry to edit your gayest thing, but you forgot to mention that you and Kendall also sang the lesbian national anthem, which is What's Up by Four Non Blondes. That's oh. true. I know. You saw that on Instagram, didn't you? I did. Um, that's going to go to my list. I think I'm going to start a notes app with a list of songs that I would want to do because I was so overwhelmed. At the first party, there was a catalog, but at the yeah. second uh, location for karaoke it was just a karaoke dj looking up whatever we wanted karaoke version on youtube like any song we wanted karaoke version and search and that was even more overwhelming like right i, I right. get like paralyzed uh with anxiety <laughs> i don't know what to pick you and definitely so i need pick a list. Um, something way out of my league <laughs> yeah no you definitely need a list and then you need to keep updating it as you go like i tried no scrubs once and i'm like oh Ooh. the chorus repeats forever at the end yeah. and it's like half the song is so boring to do so i'm like no more no scrubs someone did like a prayer mm. and that that really repeats it, it lingers, on the way it out lingers. you yeah. gotta cut it off mm -hmm. all right anyway but i feel like you just have to commit though when you choose those songs in karaoke if you're not fully committed then why are you doing it you know what i mean yeah. Right. Right. I, like I, I mean, fully tried vibrato as my voice was cracking out <laughs> outrageously out of my octave. <laughs> Still yeah. tried to sell it. <laughs> I, I think the one like uh, what is it? Um, Total Eclipse of the Heart mm. is the one that I'm like, I don't have this range, but I'm committing so hard to it. And I'm just going to do Robin every time. It gets people really into it. Like people came from the front end of the bar to the back room once they heard it on. Like nothing brings a group of queers together like dancing on my own. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Oh, I was going to say show me love. Yeah, that that's a good one too. Any Robin song. Here, here's a question. When you're choosing a karaoke song, do you go for like something that showcases your voice or something that you know will like bring the house down as far as like experience for everyone else? That's a good question. I'm only thinking about myself. But <laughs> yeah, now after I'm... seeing another comic, um, Sam O, L.A. comic, so funny, um, did the Robin song mm -hmm. and really like got everyone dancing. Like it turned into like a club immediately from gay bar to gay club. Um, Beautiful. So got to take that note. Mix. Yeah, I, I think I think What's Up by Four Non Blondes is always a crowd pleaser. People love that. And then... Uh, I used to do Bismarcky's Just a Friend, mm -hmm. and that also <laughs> oh, that's was nice. one. That's, that's nice. I don't that's do nice. it anymore. Yeah, but um, just coming out of you. Is oh, so yes, funny. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm mean, a little spin on it, and then. Um, <laughs> Other than that, I can just do like a kind of close Gwen Stefani impression. Mm. And I'm usually just doing no doubt Ooh, songs in yes. Gwen Stefani voice. Nice. What about you, Sammy? Are you thinking about, are you reading the room? I'm generally or are you just taking I'm, the stage. I'm reading the room, taking the stage, but I don't sing very well. And then it gets worse during karaoke. So I'm just like, I'm doing it for the fans. I'm doing it for the room. Um, performing my heart out. I don't think there's any time that I've ever done karaoke where I'm not, where I don't end up like standing on a table or laying down on the ground. <laughs> Ooh. So all about style, mm -hmm. not substance necessarily. I like that. Put that on yeah, my tombstone. Choice. Yeah. Yeah. You should do strike a pose. Oh. Or Vogue, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I said that in front of Carolyn. Madonna I know, super I was fan. like, is that is that the Weird Al cover? What are you? <laughs> uh, well, Sammy, what Hi. what's the gayest thing you did this week? Ooh, um, there are a few things. Uh, I have a crush who does not live in Los Angeles, and her birthday mm. was yesterday, and. I got things to send to her, and then I obsessively tracked it on FedEx, and <laughs> I intentionally uh, made it so that it was a signature required, so I knew when she was going to get it, and I think that that's probably the gayest thing I've ever done. That's so gay, to the, that's to the tracking. Just, oh, wait, <laughs> the signature maybe cut required. that out. She might listen. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> 
Uh, if you can cleanly cut out that I that I purposely did this signature required, then that's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, keep okay. it in. That's my favorite part. But I okay. know. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I keep it in. She knows. Well, she knows now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this could only accelerate things. Maybe. Yeah. When we're saying <laughs> when we're saying crush, I don't know how much you want to get into it in case she is listening. But is this somebody like? Has anything happened? Yet, yeah, we went on a date. People have different definitions. Okay, when I was, but in she doesn't town. live in L.A. No, yeah. So that's already very gay. Long distance, right? Which is something I crush. I vowed very to never less. do again. But <laughs> here's a crush. <laughs> again, I'm making all these mental notes for later of things I want to ask you. Oh, please um, do off the record. We'll, we'll dive into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other two. I watched Heartstopper on Netflix in its entirety within two days. Yeah. Uh, mm. And my best friend was over and we watched it screaming, clutching each other. Um, very gay. And I am also on day 12 of watching Hulu's Crush over and over again. Yes. <laughs> so I didn't watch it yesterday, <laughs> but uh, sorry. But, um, You'll make yeah. up for it today with yeah. two I'll watch it. Yeah. Two times today. It's true. I will do that. Well, let's, yeah, let's break this down. Is this you doing your part to help promote, um, you know, gay media, the gay media <laughs> and the success of that so that Hulu keeps making gay content? Um, do you just love watching gay stuff over and over again? Is this part of the gay agenda? What's going on here <laughs> you, every day? You know what? I would hope that somewhere in my subconscious it is for uh, furthering the the gay agenda and and supporting Mm -hmm. queer media. But I'm just dumb. And so I did this with, (laughs) (laughs) I did this with Happiest Season. And that was the first thing that I did. And I watched it actually. And you live to tell about it. Yeah, Sammy, you are dumb. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so dumb, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just a dumb dummy and doing these things just only, breaks my only brain. Only you and Clea Duvall are, are watching that every day for Dude, a month. I watched it more than a month because I watched it a f- several times in November 1st. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I was furious the whole time. <sighs> but, hey, if it counts as a view, then it counts as a view on those metrics right. that uh, that the internet takes, so it's fine. But I'm having a way better time with Crush. <laughs> well, Crush yeah. is the superior film, oh, for sure. <laughs> quite, quite Hulu's good. Hulu's only getting better and better with the rep. Yeah, which yeah. is really nice. So when you're watching things, do you, do you catch something new every time? Does your opinion change? Kind of like how, you know, the more you watch The L Word, the better Jenny Schechter is, like anything like that. Oh. I love Jenny from the beginning, so I'm glad to yes! hear it. We're well, a Jenny a Apologist company. podcast. Oh, hell yes, yeah. Officially. Yes, please. Oh, Jenny. Sweet ding dong, Jenny. Oh, love her to death. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, she's dead now. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I do notice things. And there are other, there are times when like a character like really annoys me during a viewing and then like a viewing later they're I'm like they're fully endeared to me and I'm like oh that was a really good line read <laughs> like like what about what is it <laughs> yeah they're doing so good <laughs> and I was just like oh my gosh and then I'll like follow them on Instagram and then like a week later I'll be like why am I following this person on Instagram they are 20 years old <laughs> yeah <laughs> are you a big case do fan yes unfortunately yes okay well, for me, that'd be the only reason to watch Happiest Season. Oh God, over and over again. Aubrey Plaza and Aubrey Plaza. Well, yeah, yes. Oh, yes. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, I like. You're right. You're I like right. those two equally. And it's not unfortunate though. Like Case Stu, she's a very talented person. Uh, at my job, uh, we interview folks all of the time, and she was one of the folks that we interviewed. And I just, I just passed out. I couldn't, can't handle it. Oh my God. Couldn't handle it. Couldn't. I couldn't make no. eye contact. No. Anything. And it was like virtual. There's no reason to. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We've had some crushes on the virtual uh, chat. Oh, go on. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. I, we I get. was full on sweating during Desiree Akhavan. Just. <laughs> Carolyn like got we, we all got wine drunk to deal with it. I got wine it. drunk. Yeah, I, I 
I was spiraling like before, during, and after. Oh, beautiful. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> well, let's get to know you, Sammy. I do have to admit that I have been aware of you for a very long time. You're very good friends with my best friend ever, Maynard. Uh, and I've always been like, who's this dyke? Like, I'm just <laughs> like, I didn't get to meet you ever when I visited LA. And I've just, uh, this was a, I'll say an opportunity for me to get to know you and make you be my friend oh. on the record. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to go to this length, but uh, I appreciate <laughs> I it. When whenever sent the um, the text to the three of us, I was just like me on a podcast. I'm a nobody, and so it was. It was thank you. I mean, you <laughs> are a podcast producer, mm-hmm. yeah. so what's it like being on the other? Do you listen to podcasts, or is it just to like overkill at that point? I do now. Um, I didn't before, so I think I spent like the last four years not listening to podcasts at all. Cause it was like super uninterested, but then I started listening again. Um, I think it was Steph Olive. Do you know Steph Olive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Her podcast, Steph Infection is so gross, but I, yeah. it piqued my curiosity. So I listened to it and then it just like opened up like the floodgates. So I listened to snack time, Lindsay Adams podcast. Oh, yeah, I'm doing that soon. Oh, just great. Those are like gross things in food are like very easy gets for me. And I started listening to like couples therapy with Naomi and, and Andy. I love that one. And best friends with Shashir and Nicole. Um, and yeah. And so I, I mean, I, I guessed on podcasts. I have guessed it on podcasts too. Um, and it's always really silly and I'm, I was like, oh, Sammy, you would you would edit that out. You would edit that out. You say <laughs> yeah. like too many times. Why did you cough into the mic instead of turning away? Like, it's like all this stuff. But yeah, it's it's silly. So you like L.A. podcasts, sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It's real East Coast, West Coast feud, it sounds like. <laughs> it is, yeah. and I'm sorry, but I will not promote this podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to bleep out your your name, too. <laughs> oh, do it. How fun would that be? <laughs> no one will ever know. That would be fun if we had a mystery guest, kind of like the masked uh, singer. <gasps> yeah. With a but voice like distorter. Mas- yeah. I would love that. That's a fun Not even a voice idea. distorter. It's just like people just have to guess based on what we talk about. Like, who is this person? I, right. Look, if yeah. you started, Sorry, I, I would haven't watched it. The Masked Singer. <laughs> I haven't watched The Masked Singer either. Yeah, you, you love know, it, Carolyn. <laughs> no, I'm constantly pitching shows based on competition shows I've never watched. Mm. Mm. Like, I did a show based on like Shark Tank and never watched Shark Tank. <laughs> just, oh, that's true. I'm like, I think, I think I get get it right. It's <laughs> I think I know. It's, it's pretty about. simple. I think that's really fun though, because like you don't have the like the silly parameters of the show because you may not even like that anyways. Right. Exactly. I like it. So you've been in the podcast game for a while. Mm-hmm. Since 2012. Producing... 2012. Yeah. Right. Well, based on that, um, what are we doing wrong? You're doing everything right. The only thing wrong is inviting me to be on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was our first mistake. Yeah. We'll hear about it in the reviews. Oh, uh, goody. Apologies to all our listeners. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Do you look at reviews for the podcasts that you produce or ever worked on? <laughs> I I do now because I work for uh, Entertainment Weekly. And I'm curious as to what everyone has said like before me because I'm petty. So, uh, yeah, I look at those things. And then, like, sometimes I'll look at reviews of my friends podcast and if there's like a severely bad one i'll leave a good one just to like balance it out oh only if there's a bad one you're not just supporting your friends sammy <laughs> no i'm i'm busy <laughs> no that's good because you wait until there's the bad one like you don't use up your one sure. review you make sure you do it so it's on top of the yeah. bad one and i would love yeah. for you to head over to apple podcast after this and give us a good one <laughs> I will um I will leave a positive review for you. Thank you. Thank Sammy. You. Hey, you're welcome. Well, I yeah, guess we'll the interview's on. done. That's yeah, just the whole point. What we need. Bye. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um let's well, before we get into anything, I need to 
I need to hear from you mm. about your spaghetti obsession. <laughs> I've heard through the grapevine, the spaghetti vine, if you will. Um, what's up? Why is this your favorite form of noodle? I've I've never heard of someone just loving spaghetti or pischetti. Don't even pischetti. I don't know enough children. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's it. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not clowning on spaghetti. Spaghetti's great, but I I do want to know more. One, I'm very curious as to what this spaghetti vine that the news is traveling that you're attuned, you're in tune to, but you don't like spaghetti that much to the point where you're confronting me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to come off confrontational. No, that's okay. okay? Really I do really. have harsh furrowed brows just in my natural state and a a a deep tenor um (laughs) but i (laughs) no i was just texting with ever uh, and said oh we're gonna talk to sammy uh, soon (laughs) ever said talk about their love for spaghetti and spelled it in such a wild way oh go on i I don't know how to spell it (laughs) it's s s p e g h e t t i e Oh, ever made like a tie. Favorite, favorite baby. Um, well, I am Filipino, and spaghetti was oddly like picked up like, culturally, and so there's like a a version of spaghetti. It's Filipino spaghetti shock, um, and it's like sweeter than regular spaghetti, and it has <laughs> chopped up hot dogs in it, and it is. So fun to eat. It feels like Chuck E. Cheese in your mouth because it does kind of taste like Chuck E. Cheese pizza sauce in there. And it's not like marinara. So it's like a, it is kind of a bolognese feel because there's still like meat and carrots and tomato, obviously tomatoes and stuff. But it's really, really fun. My mom makes a really, really good version of it. And like, I mean, you can't really go too wrong with pasta a lot. So. Yes, spaghetti is just nice. It feels good. It sounds good when you eat it. It sounds good when you're making it. Why not? Also, here it is. I got a spaghetti tattoo. Oh, you have a spaghetti tattoo? (laughs) Oh, my God. Dang. Yeah, yeah. Did you screenshot that, Mel? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Boom. (laughs) Okay. I. That's pretty committed. Yeah. Yeah. I love spaghetti, by the way. Okay. I don't, I'm, I'm not fighting you on this. <laughs> um, I don't like Americanized spaghetti. I actually Persians have adopted spaghetti, too, mm. and they call it macaroni. Okay. <laughs> but it's it is spaghetti uh, noodles and like you saute onions, garlic, you add turmeric um, mm. before you add anything into it. Then you add ground beef. And then the tomato sauce and the spaghetti. And it's, um, yeah, there's so much flavor in it. You put saffron in it. Mm-hmm. And then they make, um, like, a really crispy bottom. Like, I don't, do you know what tadik is? It's like a Persian, like, it's the crispy rice mm-hmm. you make around the pot of rice you make. And then they flip the pot. And then it's like, it's like an appetizer. Like, the very crispy dried um, rice, but they do that with the quote unquote macaroni That's spaghetti. Nice. So you get spaghetti tadik too on top of it, and it's oh so good. That so it's like great. a very spe- specific dish that you're into. It's not like you're like spaghetti with cream cheese for breakfast, <laughs> spaghetti with cut up hot dogs for lunch, and spaghetti with fish for dinner. Like you know. <laughs> I think you just gave or, Sammy or yes. some ideas. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> so your mind so wandered. hungry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if if I had like cooked spaghetti noodles available, they would find their way into whatever I'm eating, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just you know, it's just right. easy to add, it fills you up. Is there a good spaghetti yeah. spot in LA? Um, there are a few Italian places that I've that I that I like. Um. Blair's on Hyperion is is nice. Uh, La Pergoletta that has locations on Hillhurst and Sunset is nice. Um, Michelangelo's kind of has a more like red and white checkered tablecloth vibe. That's down the. That's I think on Rowena. I'm just I'm, I'm kind of like triangulating where I live. That's probably just <laughs> <laughs> okay. Enough. We don't want them to find you. Um... I'm more of a Noki gal. Nice. 
love a gnocchi, love a ravioli. Um, mm. Yeah, stuffed. I like how versatile gnocchi is that people are just making gnocchi out of anything. I'm like, great, I'm here for it. I love all the gnocchis. What has your favorite gnocchi version been? Sweet potato gnocchi. So oh. um, when I got married the second time, second and last oh, time. Oh, brag. Uh, <laughs> They, uh, it, it was like this elopement thing and it was this big package and you were like three days in the desert, whatever. And, um, for your wedding night, the guy, um, said he would cook you like whatever meal you want. And part of the meal was sweet potato gnocchi. And I made this guy have to figure out how to make sweet potato gnocchi from scratch for the first time in his life. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, okay. It was great. I love that. That's a fun yeah. challenge for that person to just be like, yeah, I'll cook whatever you want. I'm like, Oh, okay. Right. I mean, he said whatever. And I, I said, is this okay? Because it was like, you know, I wanted duck. I wanted sweet potato gnocchi and Brussels sprouts nice. um, roasted with bacon. And okay, uh, like, damn, yeah. that's good. And he, and he did that. All. I, I mean, to me, that's like a beautiful meal. And I asked him, you know, do people like request, request crazy things? And he's like, you know, it's a lot of burgers. Oh. <laughs> it's like sometimes uh, mac and cheese, like a lot of comfort foods. I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm just like, you know, picking recipes out of Bon Appetit. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking about this dive bar in Chicago that had, um, it was like the diviest dive bar. And they had a happy hour and it was like $3 PBRs and $5 bottomless spaghetti oh hell <laughs> yes and in college i used to go there are they still open <laughs> you hear that that that's sammy booking their plane ticket I right know. now i wish i i'm gonna find out the name of it it is one of the first instagrams i ever made because i remember i posted it and wrote no regrets i like <laughs> vi i vividly I vividly remember posting that in like 2013 2012 or something that is that <laughs> is fantastic spaghetti yeah just a vat of it and how, just like how was it though? polish dive bar it was great oh I love the, it. The more you drank, the better it tasted, you know? That's, that's, <laughs> that's gorgeous. Sammy, hmm. I have to ask you, have you ever lady in the tramped anybody? <gasps> yeah. That's a great question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your go-to move? <laughs> no. Have you done it? Have you done okay. any lady in the tramping at all, ever? I'm sure I have. I have done it. It's not. Yeah. It's not great. Allie. <laughs> If there's a sauce. If you there's know. a sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, then the sauce, it has to go somewhere. And you have to like trust that the uh, the person on the other end is like going at the same speed as you. Otherwise, it's just, it's a mess. And just, then they're waiting yeah. for you. Right. Yeah, and the then are you, line. are mm. you going to kiss with half chewed mouth stuff in your mouth or are you going to swallow? Not, not French kiss. Or I mean, maybe not. Maybe yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe you have. Maybe <laughs> I have. <laughs> it's a full-on transfer, mouth to mouth. That's that's how you actually get it fully. Love it. You can go from uh, lady and the tramping to um, mommy birding yes. pretty fast. <laughs> uh, oh no, <laughs> that's no good. <laughs> uh, I'll do it. You can shop from anywhere, doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Also, hard pivot. You worked on Historical Rose Mm -hmm. on Netflix. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Because I realized as I was prepping for this that I think... Someone I went to school with, I went to school for TV writing and producing in Chicago and someone in my program, Ryan Pig, is that his show? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's our show. Yeah. Wait, walk us through that. You sold a show to Netflix. I did. Hello. Why are we talking about spaghetti? (laughs) Because you asked. Um, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Historical Roast uh, started as a show in the back of Meltdown Comics in a venue called Nerd Melt. And Eddie Mm -hmm. Firth and Ryan Pig, the hosts of the live show, uh, approached me and asked me to produce. And so I, I did. And we made the show. We made a spinoff called Fictional Roast. And then about, I think it was one or two years after we started the show, we got approached by this person, AJ, who I was working with already. And he was just like, let's take this out to pitch. And so we did. And then a year after that, okay, so it was one year after the show started, I think, because AJ took the show out to pitch. And it took a year for a a production company to take it. And then... We made a damn show on for Netflix. Love that. Congratulations. Hey, Who's you. your favorite roast? Oh, uh, t- on Netflix, I think Freddie Mercury is the is the most fun. <laughs> I want to I want to watch, watch the Anne Frank one myself. Oh, you know I still what? have to watch. That one's pretty strong. That one looks <laughs> real good. Well, yeah, because we got Gilbert to play. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that show That's so much fun. Doing the live show was so fun because we had costumes for everybody, and walking into the green room, we see all of our comedian friends like dressed up in these stupid ass costumes, being very very serious, and it was just so delightful especially like when we were doing fictional roasts like we had like the disney villains disney princesses star wars and so like someone that had like full face yoda like uh, it was just i love <laughs> i loved it it was wonderful yeah also congrats on getting a show in before the pandemic like that um <laughs> thank that you worked out thank you well yeah. we i work with uh otsuko and we got let's go otsuko picked up by quibi and so we spent the first three weeks of lockdown uh of, how's that going well <laughs> going so well <laughs> we're we're hoping for a release date um but yeah quibi ate shit before we could make a show but whatever yeah so then is quibi roku now and would it be like I don't Could know. Could be a Roku show? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I haven't really kept up with it. I think after Quibi just ate it, I was like, all right, well, we'll probably just take this property and do something better with it. Anyway. I was a Quibi subscriber, I'll say. Hey. Right I away, right when it came out. Wasn't. But like the free trial? <laughs> yep. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Melanie's got seven emails lined up for back-to-back free trials on Quibi. Hell yeah, that's the way to do it. Okay, I want to circle back to before when you said you uh, said you wouldn't want to do a long-distance relationship again. Mm -hmm. Do you have a long-distance relationship horror story? Uh, I have several because I'm (laughs) so gay. Um, (laughs) 
my first long distance relationship was with somebody I met on Tumblr. That's so gay. Wow. Yeah. Wait, what genre of Tumblr? Oh, gosh. They were like semi popular. I think it was kind of like like the hardcore scene, but like pretty person stuff, I think. <laughs> I think they were blogging too. Like pretty girl with the camera the camera up taking a shot from way above or was that a little more emo earlier that was a little bit emo earlier it's like whatever that was like uh evolved into this whatever that yes, was yes. okay yeah i think i know the era but i don't know how to talk about it yeah same <laughs> or describe it like it just had to be there <laughs> yeah it's like there is specific makeup style but i can't describe it um yeah so they live in Virginia. And so I was going back there um, every now and again. They were a pizza delivery driver and they didn't get any days off. So I sat in the back of their car while they were delivering pizza, but they put blankets up because they were like afraid that somebody was going to catch them. And then they fed me pizza in the back of their in their backseat. Um, and people around Virginia were like, why is one piece missing? <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 you just made it smaller. And then we uh, broke up, then uh, dated again, and then broke up. It was very silly of me. And then uh, another person that I dated, uh, I met while I was back home in Colorado for um, my parents' wedding anniversary. And we met off of, I don't remember if it was Tinder or Bumble. We met off there. But yeah, we didn't talk for an entire month after we met. And then they talked to me. And then that was it. So we were dating for a year. Then they moved to LA. No, wait, we were dating for a little bit. Then they moved to LA with me. And then they moved to San Francisco to go to school. So that was kind of a double um, mm. double long distance thing. Wow. And then we broke up. And then I dated somebody who is the producer of a blank, 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 blank. And so it was long distance. The Happiest Season movie. Yeah, with the Happiest Season movie cast. <laughs> oh, I wish. Um, never Mackenzie. Never Mackenzie. Um, never. Never. That jerk. Uh, but so they were touring. And so that was like long distance. Um, and so I was just like, okay, yeah, I can't do this anymore. That's a lot. Yeah. That's, yeah, I could see why you made your rule, but I can also see why. You're kind of breaking it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's dyke yeah. culture. It, it really is. I just, yeah, I have, I, I just am silly. I'm just a silly person, I guess. Yeah, I uh, did a show the other day. I have some jokes about long distance relationships in my stand up and ask the audience if anyone's been in a long distance relationship and this was at the Rosemont. So it's mm. like a lot of gay guys, but there were like, there was a smattering of lesbians and they were, of course they all like, it looked like they were cheering, but like traumatized. Like yeah. it was like, ah! yeah. like no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only the dykes. Well, I think that's like, oops, sorry. <laughs> Part of like, Gus, hey buddy. Gus, do you want to see him? Yeah. Yes. It's his birthday today. Oh my God! <gasps> Happy birthday, oh Gus! My. Oh, that's a fluffy boy. Oh my God. He's thirteen years old, and he smells oh. like he's been dead for two years. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's the oysters, but that dog is so cute. I'm like tearing up right now. Carolyn's <laughs> like, crying. I'm, I'm kind of crying because your dog's too cute. He's, Wait, you know what? You should like be crying. Stupid cute. He's stupid cute. Yeah. So cute. He. I saw that y'all had a run in with a couple coyotes. Yeah, and that's not our first run in so, with coyotes. Really? Yeah. We don't know LA life. How 
how likely is it? <laughs> like, where are there a lot? Are they just roaming around? What's happening? Yeah. Do they get close to Gus? <laughs> they, yesterday I made a mistake and I was trying to walk him a lot because he wasn't going poo. So it was longer than we wanted and it was like 11, it was 1130. We're crossing around to a part of the neighborhood where I know like coyote, well, coyotes are just kind of all over my neighborhood. And so we saw them and then I immediately turned and like kind of like walked fast, but I kept Gus on the ground. And then I turned around and the coyotes too were following us. So I picked Gus up and I did not keep my cool. And I just like, I crossed the street really fast. And then we like ran down the street and I was like looking over my shoulder, which is not a smart thing to do when you're running with a dog in your hands. Um, <laughs> and the coyotes were like, ascending so it was just like fuck so like i just like i ran as fast as i could and then got inside but yeah there are a lot of coyotes in in my neighborhood and you're not supposed to flee because that just like turned something on in the coyote head of oh you're prey for sure let's i'm gonna oh, go get you and then yeah. you know gus is a small fluffy dog that probably looks very delightful to a coyote so it wasn't i didn't do a good job I did I mean, shout though. The fear shouts is so weird. Just live to tell about it. Yeah, so. that's that's very true. And, man, the, the first time, <laughs> the first time we encountered a coyote, it was when I first moved to uh, California. I lived in Valencia, and like the our like there was like a like a weird man-made lake in in the the back of where we lived, and there were coyotes, obviously because they like water and stuff. And I was looking down at my phone and I looked up and there was a coyote, like not even 10 feet in front of us. And I got scared and I barked and then, (laughs) and then, and then I picked Gus up and I ran away. Do the bark. Yeah. It it sounds more like you're trying to be its, its leader than trying to scare it away. (laughs) Well, here's the thing about like learning what you sound like when you're actually scared. I always thought that I would have kind of a, you know, uh, not a small dog's bark, but I have a small dog bark. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> That's a yap. Yeah, I, I, I'm a yappy dog, and it's very humiliating to know that about myself. Um, okay, we talk, we're talking coyotes. Let's, let's broaden it to dyke culture mm-hmm. in L.A. Oof. What's do you like? What's it like? What's the scene like? We're, we were supposed to be there spending a week in April 2020. Still need to reschedule that. Yeah, Carolyn. I mean, I know you're not into into the local dikes, <laughs> but uh, if, if you were to try and find them, where, where are you picking them up? I, uh, I don't know. I don't think I've uh, successfully... So I've been out in L.A. since 2011, and I haven't successfully like incorporated myself into the scene because I feel like and this was like you know obviously I was insecure and nervous like but like when I used to go out it never really felt like I was like embraced by the community like it was hard for me to find like I don't know like the first community that I found out that really embraced me was at that comic book store um oh yeah with the comedy and stuff and so uh, yeah, I don't know if it was just, uh, at the time I was feeling that I just wasn't cool enough looking to be embraced by them. And so I kind of like, just like took that and was just like, all right, well, I'm never going to try them. So you got some tattoos. I already uh, had them. Uh, I already had I know, I'm like, them. you're one of the coolest uh, looking people. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to imagine yeah. like how you ever looked uncool and I'm having a hard time trying to wrap my head around it because you're, you're the cool kid in this thing <laughs> right now. Go yeah. on, Sorry, guys. No, no I, I know. Um, thanks. I've been trumped. Um, it's just tattoos. They're all really stupid, actually, if you look closely. And I think that that's maybe what the lesbians did when I arrived. They're like, that looks like a stupid bear. That's, uh, that looks like barbed wire. Spaghetti? Yeah. Spaghetti was recent. Okay. <laughs> Spaghetti was I think you're year. too cool. <laughs> maybe. I don't think so. When I talk to Ever about the dating scene in L.A., all they ever have to say is they hate it because it's all, quote unquote, marketing lesbians. 
I don't know what that means. Just marketing. Like they all work in marketing and they all go to um, West Hollywood and wear their brunch hats. And it's like it's too much cringe. Based on based on Sammy's reaction, I'm thinking that marketing lesbians maybe isn't a thing. Yeah. It's just Evers. Wondering. What does that mean? L.A. categorizing. Yeah. I feel like it is. And sorry to generalize, but you didn't let me in, you fucks. But uh, <laughs> they all look like they're taking their cues stylistically from the L word a little bit. The planet. Yeah, exactly. Wait, yeah, wait, which L word? Like the OG or Gen Q? I oh, think, and there are a lot of different looks. I think that. the OG, because like if you look at the like the okay. evolution of style since the OG, like you end up there. Right. Big hats, leather. And it's, yeah. it's fucking 70 degrees all of the time here. Why are you wearing leather, idiot? I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and they all, like, kind of just do what they did in the L word. They go and get brunch and, uh, you know, hang out. Talk about nipple confidence. Nipple confidence. Or, like, they wish that they were that interesting. This is all so rude. And I don't, I, I'm sure everybody's, like, very, very Excuse nice. Excuse me, no. This is directly to the people who, who excluded my new mm-hmm. non-binary dyke friend. <laughs> Thank you, you so don't much. Don't mess with my friend, Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> Drag them. I mean, there's also a possibility that I wasn't open to being friends with them because there was a, there was um, somebody who was writing a uh, sketches and they invited me to be on set and then like wrote a part for me. So there's a possibility that maybe I just d- rejected them as well. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I definitely notice when I look at pictures of like on Instagram, I'll see like the stereotypical LA lesbian and it always reminds me of the L word. And then I think, wait, when I was watching the L word, and I was like a teenager. I I wanted to. I, I'm sure all of them were inspired to move there because of the show. And I remember thinking, I'm going to get a hat and I'm going to move to LA. <laughs> like I'm going to look like this. Mm-hmm. I want yeah. this. Like it's, right. we need better representation. Is what I'm saying. I we need uh, more shows on uh, in different cities to get some more variety of dykes out there. I would love that very much. <laughs> Yeah, and I I also find that personality and appearance, like, rarely line up for me. I mean, I used to be, like, so easily intimidated by anybody who did have that kind of, like, L-word lesbian look um, or, yeah, like, a a certain cool and be like, oh, no, they're going to be, like, mean. They're going to make me feel like I don't belong. And then once you start talking to these people, it's like, oh, okay, you're not at all what I expected or, like, you're really a nerd or you're actually really funny or you're actually really this. At least that's been my experience once I decide, like, okay, I will engage. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sure, sure. Although everybody that I've chosen to engage with just, like, has – they're – we just – have personality clashes so it's just like okay well i'm i don't think i'm missing out on anything yeah <laughs> i mean la's weird to begin with la's um, right fucking right. weird i don't want to yeah, how much of anymore. it is la and how much of it is lesbian like yeah right that that is true i think i was like i was like drunkenly like talking very loud about how the, the difference between la and new york i've only been to new york twice um, <laughs> like, oh, well, LA just does this and that. And just like, uh, that is like one thing where I was, I recognized that when I was talking about like the LA queer community, I was just like, but it's just, I'm just describing LA. There's no reason, reason to like call it a sub label. I'm just describing people in LA. Right. Right. That makes sense. So. Yeah. I was just thinking about my own shit. Like, Are you, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> no, because I don't want to alienate anyone. I don't want to talk about bodies. I don't know. I was going to talk about how I felt like I, for the longest time, I couldn't go to LA because I was too fat. Oh, buddy! <laughs> like the lesbians, though. Like the look, they were all so skinny on the L word. You know? Yeah, they made you feel like you have to look and hang out and say certain things and be a certain way to even be looked at. It sucked. It yeah. sucks. Yeah. Probably. I don't go out anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah. I feel like that show really did some damage. I don't know. Something with the aesthetic of our culture i like carolyn's going to girls in wonderland this like orlando it's kind of like the east coast dinosaur i guess like mm. pool parties just a bunch of lesbians um in bathing suits and i could go i could make it work but talk about feeling weird about your body i do too like i i also yeah. am not dying to get down there because i've seen the pictures and it's a lot of like hard-bodied like lesbian like they have the l word look down there too some but it's not everybody and they're so this was one thing i mean girls in wonderland changed so much for me and uh, i'm excited to be going back because it was like going into it and looking at the pictures i'm like this isn't my scene i'm gonna feel so uh so much like like an outsider i'm gonna be so uncomfortable uh the whole time couldn't be further from the truth. Like, you know, one of the people I spent the most time with there was a trans lesbian who uh, who is a little bit older. Like, I thought I was going to be the oldest person there. And, and it wasn't like that. And I've made so many friends and like every comedy show uh, that I have, like almost every single one, there's like somebody I met from Girls in Wonderland who comes out to it. Like, they are all so supportive, so nice all different backgrounds, uh, just like very inclusive. And that's not, there's something about like, I don't know, maybe we need like better PR or like image consultants as a, as a queer community because it's not what it seems. Well, maybe we just need to, maybe I just need to open my heart to the LA queer community. (laughs) Or just like make more frequent trips to New York. Which I think (laughs) I should definitely be doing for sure. Yeah. Have you ever, I'm guessing that you haven't done like a dinosaur no. or anything? No. Have you done a, I wouldn't peg you for this, but have you ever done Burning Man? No. I feel like everyone in LA has done Burning Man, so. No, I don't like festivals. I think it's Coachella. Oh, Coachella. It's just, again, it's one of those things where like, I know that if I go, I'll have a good time. But like thinking about all of the logistics of going and how much money it's going to be and how many times I will actually be irritated. I'm just like, I just I'll just stay home. I don't need to spend this money to just like be irritated somewhere else. Not that I'm always your sign. What's your sign? Scorpio. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Did you just guess that? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I didn't guess it. I it's it's on it's on on there about me website. Yeah. I have it open right now, and I missed it. You're a Scorpio sun, Leo moon, and what's the rising? Taurus. Taurus. I love that. Thanks. I also have a Scorpio tattoo. It's very obnoxious. Yes. Oh, my God. These are cool tattoos. (laughs) Wow. Take another screenshot, Mel. I know. People are going to see. People are going to love this. One second. So, I mean, is that part of dating for you, explaining your tattoos? Um, I guess so. Yeah, I think I think it does happen. I. Yeah. 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 And, you know, like when I was younger, my first tattoo was this and it's Tegan and Sarah lyrics, which. I'm oh, my. Oh, wait, very this is the about. screenshot. One second. Oh, no. <laughs> oh boy. Carolyn is a Tegan and Sarah super fan, fan. uh, super, super fan. I am literally just one degree away from like going to their house. And there's just, I can't, I just can't cross (laughs) that threshold. And it's like, it bothers me, but it's fine. Um, What did you think of Hey, I'm Just Like You? Because I love that album. It's a fun album. I think that they're, yeah. I was really excited when it came out. I can't remember like songs specifically right now, but I think it does, it, it, it did, it did its Tegan and Sarah job. I think. Yeah. 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 I think it was really fun, yeah. but then, the, yeah, there are some times where there's like, I don't know if they get experimental or they just try to be uh, with it. It's just like buddies. Right. Don't be with it. <laughs> you have your own thing. Yeah. You've got big old Tegan and Sarah tattoos across both 
arms. Yeah, and it's uh, the magic you bring in between all you imply. Did I pretend like I knew what that meant when I was 18? Yes, I did. Do I still pretend like <laughs> I know what that means to me now? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we're done pretending. Yeah, we're done pretending. And then, um, so when I, yeah, when I started getting tattoos, it was just like, oh, yeah, I only want tattoos that are special to me like nobody else should have these tattoos I took it very seriously and then I got the hell over myself and then started just getting tattoos for fun and I'm having the best time of my life (laughs) looks good I like it hey thank you very much do you have tattoos I mean like we can see the ones on your arms but are there ones on your body that like people discover once you're like getting down with them and then it kind of like is a showstopper and they like (laughs) stop the action to ask about it? Mm, not necessarily. I have a quill and ink on my side. Do I write? No. <laughs> 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 but when I was younger, I thought I would be a writer. Um, and then I have, uh, I just have a, a key on my sternum and then oh. a mis- misspelled, missing a word French quote across my collarbone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what is, is it? it? Um, okay, so the whole experience is I was a big fan of the movie Amelie, and I was hanging out um, in my friend's dorm. I didn't go to college. I was a townie, and there was a whiteboard in the common room, and so I was drunk, and I wrote on the board um, the quote from Amelie. I won't say it in French because my French pronunciation is terrible but it was uh these times are hard for dreamers right and then we went upstairs and then the next day we came downstairs and somebody underneath it wrote just the same it is that we dream en français tout le même il fait qu'un rêve and i thought that that was really beautiful that like somebody like responded like oh wow that's so awesome and i was thinking about getting the whole entire exchange across my chest, but I am a small person. So I only got, uh, it is that we dream, but I think what may be on here is it is a dream or something <laughs> like less, it's <laughs> like a skew a little bit. It's like, all right, well, can't date a French woman then. Yeah. You know, hookups <laughs> with the French. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I was dating somebody who speaks French and she, she was the one that pointed it out. I was just like, that's wrong and misspelled. I was like, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Great. <laughs> would you tell somebody that information? I don't know. I mean, I, I think I would tell somebody that and then I would regret it after the fact. Like, like if you're with someone where maybe like English wasn't their first language and oh. then they had a tattoo and you're like, oh, was this supposed to say this? <laughs> and then like after point now I'd be like I should have just let them go their life thinking you know it's like either they know or they don't know but you don't want to be the one to <laughs> I mean but why yeah. not why keep them in the dark yeah okay so it's better to know yeah good, well because like you know if you're with somebody that it would be easier to hear it from so- well is it easier to hear bad permanent news from somebody you love or a stranger <laughs> <laughs> Stranger. That's a life question for me. Yeah. Stranger for you? Yeah. We do have a, a question for you that we want to ask that we've been asking our guests recently. Uh, what's a part of straight culture that you would like to appropriate? I already appropriated this. Um, it's beer pong. Hey, I love that because I do like it, dude. When you're in town, in the spaces I'm in, Mm. no one ever plays it. I have a beer pong table. Oh, see, because you y'all have garages, Mm -hmm. space, Mm -hmm. land, like enough room. Yeah, look at that. Wow, that's wow. Yeah, anytime you're in town. Two of my apartments already. (laughs) Um, so you have a beer pong table. I do. Like you made one. No, it, I does it bought have, it. Does it, does it have designated like kind of circles for where the cups go and mm-hmm, everything? Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you play flip cup? Yes. That was another yes. personal fave. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, um, ever 
for my birthday gave me a beer pong champion like medal and then there's um (laughs) people that i know that put on this like huge flip cup tournament in their backyard and it's like 30 participants or whatever and one year i got second place so i have a medal for that too wow 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 yeah well you know i've never been into um drinking games Mm. and and now I know why. It's straight culture. That's it why. <laughs> I just Yeah, I'm sure a lot of queers have an that. aversion just because of, you know, the territory that comes with it. But it's so much fun. Oh, I love it. I love it. a Great drinking game. Yeah. Or like Kings, but that was a little more intense. Oh, Kings Cup. Oh, man. We used Remember? to play that so bad. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Whew. I think for me, it's a control thing. I'm like, I like to be in control of the pace that I'm drinking. I don't want to yeah. <laughs> leave it up to my hand-eye coordination. <laughs> Damn, to my dexterity. We can appropriate kings and call it queens. How about that? Oh. All right. <laughs> I know, that's gendered. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Sammy, never mind. <laughs> Jess, we can it call up. it... Jess, we're calling it jesters. <gasps> <laughs> wow, that's nice. And that's more gender-inclusive. That's nice. Yes. Oh, court jesters were the the OG envies, right? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, say? probably. Carolyn, <laughs> everybody loves a jester. I <laughs> love a jester. We're comedians. We love a jester. Yeah, yeah. we right. are jesters. Jester exclusive radical. <laughs> <laughs> Femicunts. Um, yeah. Yep, yep. I'm a jerf. Okay. Um. <laughs> what a time we had, y'all. Yeah. I feel like oh. so much ground was covered. Mm. Um, we are friends now, and so mission complete. I s- Great. <laughs> we did it. And, and all our listeners now see you as a friend. Thank oh. you for coming on a podcast and not yeah. being on the other end of it. Thank How you do you feel? I feel good. I feel like we could talk for many more minutes. Yes. Love it. Do you want people to follow you on social media? Oh, sure. I'm at it underscore your Y-O-U-R underscore Sam on Instagram. And Twitter, I think, is the same thing. Okay. I hate to be the one to point this out, but that's grammatically incorrect. Yeah. (laughs) Did you know that? Were you aware (laughs) <laughs> oh no I didn't know you don't have your handle tattooed on you do you <laughs> guess what <laughs> no uh, no no not yet <laughs> cause I genuinely it could go either way follow <laughs> follow follow Sammy and uh, you know if you don't live in LA maybe you know shoot your shot <laughs> Well, that was rude. I I deserve that. (laughs) And you can follow us uh, at Diking Out everywhere. You can follow me at TGI Carolyn. Hey, you can follow me at Melody Kamali. Sammy, it's been a a joy, a pleasure, a privilege. Thanks for diking out with us. Thank you to our listeners for diking out with us. Bye. We'll see you next Tuesday. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.